Do you feel like you took a wrong turn in life? Welcome to Morrow's Motivations, where we talk with people who educate, motivate, and captivate you with inspirational stories. Here's Dontrell. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to introduce my next guest, Mr. Nate Hereford. Nate is going to talk to us about the topic of success and how success means different things to different individuals, especially in different stages of life. What I really love about this episode is that Nate really helps us to get a glimpse into how we can each make the term success be unique to us and to what specifically works for us in our everyday life. So without further ado, let me introduce Mr. Nate Hereford. All right, Nate, thank you again for joining me so much today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. A little crazy with the coronavirus. Seems to change, you know, hour by hour and every day of things, what to do and not to do. But other than that, doing good. Man, I hear that. It is a crazy time we're living in right now. And I think that virus, you know, the stuff that it's making us think about and reevaluate and how we do things, it's, it's very extraordinary right now. So, But hey, we can say that we're doing our part. We're doing the social distancing thing that they're telling us to do because we're completely online right now. Yeah, we are, man. So yeah, we're uh, we're following the rules on this one. (laughs) And so, yes, for our listeners out there, Nate and I have had a very special friendship that we've enjoyed for, oh my gosh, over a decade now. And it's interesting how when you're in the service of your community and people, how the Lord will bring you just in the path of some good people. So I thank you for the times that we've had to be able to have that connection and for you just, you know, letting me share your story today. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, D-Train, for um, having me. You're nice enough to have me on. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about some of the things that you sent me over. So yeah. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, and understanding a little bit about yourself, I look at you and view you as a very outgoing and successful person based upon the way that you live your life and the way that you have interacted with me and with people in your community. So I wanted to just hear from you personally, how you define success. Yeah, good question. I uh, Everybody obviously defines it differently um, through experience and how they're raised. I grew up in the sports world, playing sports, watching sports, still obviously a big part of my life today. And I think the world maybe defines success as the results in a sporting event. Whether you win or lose, how good your career was, obviously Tom Brady can be recognized as probably the greatest quarterback ever of all time because he has the most Super Bowl rings Mm -hmm. or Michael Jordan. But in that sense, it also has to do with where you were raised, your circumstances, what you had access to. Some are very fortunate and some aren't. But for me, how I define success is just trying your your very best. I, I use the analogy of the gym because I like to exercise. I like to lift weights. And you can go to the gym and you can spot out very easily someone who has been successful in the gym, so to speak, if they're really buff and built. And people who go to the gym who don't see those results maybe can say, wow, I'm frustrated because I don't look like that. And so, you know, it might be a little bit of a tangent, but comparing yourself to others obviously is never good because it's 
different. But for me, I just say trying your best. And that's where you have to be honest with yourself. And you know if you're trying your best or not. Um, You just have to look inward a little bit and say, am I doing everything possible for the best results? Or do I cheat a little? Do I give in a little? And so overall, I would say just trying your best. That's awesome. I, and it sounds like, yes, you're right. This, the self-accountability, it does make a big difference if you really can can be honest with yourself like that and always keep trying harder and not just seeking or staying mediocre, just constantly pushing yourself every day to do right. Yeah. And it's easy to say I'm trying my best because obviously your best is your best. You can't do more than your best. But I I feel, and I know in my life, I took a math class in college, a statistics class, and I hate stats, but I remember thinking, I'm trying my best. And I really wasn't. So I got a tutor, I put in the time and the work, and then I was able to do very well. And I got a B in the class, but that was my best. You know, I I got a tutor, I, I dedicated study time every single day, even though I felt like I was on top of it. But for me, I was successful in that class because I was all in and I just, I left it, you know, all out there to get the best grade I could. But Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I feel you on the math because, yeah, there's some favorite subjects I had in school and math was definitely not one of them. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've, I've met very few people that love math, but once I guess you understand it, it can be can be kind of fun but no for me I had to I had to try really really hard and use all my resources to get a B which obviously I was excited about I hear you I hear you and good job good job for persevering and making that way through <laughs> so but I I would say to uh detrain that you know uh, success obviously in a worldly sense to People look at if you have lots of money or a big home, nice cars, you're successful. And sure, that that can be considered successful to an extent, but I don't think it always has to be monetary. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your goals are, if that's your goal and you accomplish that, then that's awesome for them. You know, kudos for them. But that's not necessarily my motive. It's it's great to have nice things and. But it's for me, success necessarily isn't monetary. But I know that can be for the world's definition. Yeah, for some, it definitely is. But I'm glad to hear that, you know, for your own self and what you define as success, it sounds like just being personally self-accountable to what your very best is. And you brought up goals. What are some personal goals that you had set for yourself that you've been able to see your personal success in? For example, what you do for your career and what led you to that? So, you know, as a kid, you're like, okay, what are some of your goals? You know, I want to, you know, have a home, a family, graduate from college, but I don't know. They're just kind of in the back of your mind. So probably three or four years ago, I made what I call my vision board, which people have them that they vary. But in my vision board, I have my bucket list. So things that I want to accomplish in my life and something they're there. I can see them every day. And then I have my daily goals on it. And then I have pictures, you know, things that are very important to me. My faith um, is the most important thing in my life right now. So I have a picture of Jesus Christ right in the center of it. So instead of having him be part of my life, I've made him the center point and focal point of my life. And then things that I do, I make him a part of it. So he's always the focus. So if things don't go my way, whether it's in 
business or relationships or life or whatever, you know, I have that constant support that I can focus on. So having my daily goals up where I can see them every day has probably been the biggest game changer for me because it's just, you don't forget. They're always on your mind and they require work. You know, some are spiritual, some are as small as flossing my teeth every night, you know? (laughs) Um, So whatever it is, but just having your goals up Um, But they change too. My goals change, it seems like, every couple of months, sometimes weekly. Sometimes I'll add things to my bucket list. Sometimes I'll take things off. You know, my bucket list can be anything from graduate college, go on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or visit all Major League Baseball stadiums in the country. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, I... I want to just accomplish as much as I can in this life, but be able to push myself as well. So I feel like I'm progressing and not just getting in that same routine every day, come home from work, put on, you know, Netflix, eat, just relax. And then it kind of starts all over again. So. Right. And I commend you because you're right. The Lord having him in the center of your life, it always makes things clear. Like even in the craziness that we're living in now, I think there's a certain sense of peace that comes when you make him the center point and focus of your life. So that's awesome. Yeah. And as far as yourself, I mean, you you mentioned a few things you've done, you know, serving a mission for the church, you're doing all of these things. That's obviously wonderful and great. And right now, when you look at your life and when you look at some of those things that you've already achieved, how does that motivate you for what you want to do in the future for the the continual growth that you push yourself to work towards? Yeah, a good question. I Going back to the gym analogy, you know, lifting weights and building muscle, it's easy to get frustrated because sometimes when people are, let's say they haven't exercised in a while and they're committed to, you know, get in shape. And so they go to the gym and they start exercising and they see very little results or maybe not see any results. So they get frustrated and they stop. But when they reach that little goal of whatever they set it out to be, whether it's go to the gym for 30 minutes, but they just stick to it because it's a goal, you know, after a month or two, they'll start to see some results. And then it kind of becomes contagious from there on. They are like, wow, that's cool. You know, they may even get a compliment from a friend or a stranger. Hey, you know, probably not a stranger, but a friend might or family member might say, hey, have you lost some weight? And it becomes a little bit more contagious. They feel better about themselves. So it's exciting to set goals and then achieve them. And it's hard. I think people just get frustrated because they want to accomplish their goal in one day or, you know, in one month when it's always by the small and simple things that just continue to build and add on to each other when people seem to have those big accomplishments in their life. So I would say for me, you got to stay positive. You got to stay focused. You have to remind yourself of why you're doing it. You know, don't just make it a goal because other people have it as a goal or it would be cool on your resume when you're talking about what you've done in life. It's got to be personal to you, I think. But if you just take it, you know, at a day at a time, talk to people who have been there and done that, I think that helps. It's like, oh, I, you know, going to college, college is overwhelming you know, a lot of the time. And, but when you've talked to people who have maybe got a degree in your field and say, Hey, stick with it. Just take it one day at a time. Those are the types of things that for me, they remind me that I can do it. They remind me that everything's going to be okay. I can do this. And then before you know it, you've accomplished that goal. Oh yes. 
That's right. It's it is the one day at a time and the one step at a time. And for yourself right now, as you've successfully finished school and you're you're on that path towards the career goal that you said, what things have you learned specifically about yourself as you find yourself working in the field that you're working in currently? So in my bio, I said that I work for a company called Jostens. We do the graduation caps and gowns, the class rings, state rings, you know, all the memorabilia. And I just, I got into it because it was a job my friend's uncle needed help with during college. And then as I worked there through college, a a full-time spot opened up as I graduated. And it wasn't originally what I wanted to do, but it opened up. So I had a plan to go into education and be an administrator, but this door opened up. So that sometimes happens in life. You have one plan and another door opens up along the journey. But for me, I just, I found joy in the people that I work with. I love to work with people and help people. And high school was a blast for me. So when I go to high school and think about high school, I can you know, get those high school juices going again. And it's fun for me when I talk about my high school with some of the seniors and administrators. But I've realized in life, you know, with this coronavirus, oh, what if there were no graduations and, you know, I had to get a new job or something. I realized in the 10 and a half years that I've worked here is I feel like I could do any job and, and be happy and be successful. And I would give it my all. I would try my best every day at work. Whatever my tasks are for that day, I just tried to give it 100%. So whether it's, you know, I'm on the road, dropping stuff off, delivering stuff, taking orders, or if I'm answering emails all day, I just try to do my best I can for that day, be as nice as I can. And then I can lay down on, you know, my pillow in bed at night and say, hey, I did my best today. No regrets. So for me, that's very satisfying and successful to me. And I know some people might say, oh, it's only success if my numbers are up. If they're down, you know, if I'm in the red, it wasn't successful. But and I've also realized, you know, you could have a dream job, but work with people who are hard to work with and you probably would hate your job. Mm -hmm. Or you can have a job that might be difficult but work with great people and it'll make it a good experience for you. So working with the right people is huge. If I had to give anyone advice on what career to choose, I would, you know, say choose what you like to do and obviously you might not change the world doing it, but just work with some good people and and uh, if you enjoy working with them, you'll be successful at what you do. Oh yes, I totally agree. I think we've had the experience of being in work environments that just were not intuitive and conclusive to our personal growth and personal goals that we set for ourselves. So you're right. You have to be in a place where you're in sync and in line with the overall motivation and goal of what you want trajectory like for the company. For yourself, I can honestly say you are a nice guy. So I feel like I can vouch for you and say when you say you try to be nice every day, I don't think you have to try too hard. Um, (laughs) And the other thing that stood out from that is, is it seems like you were saying that you love serving people, you love being around and helping, especially the youth. You have a connection with them. You can relate to them because you're right. It wasn't that long ago that we were in that that same time period and in that same experience of life. So that's great. So what are some things that you look forward to the future of achieving? What are some personal goals that you have now that you're working towards completing? 
A couple things that are on my bucket list. One, have a family. Me and my wife were married just a year and a half. So we obviously want to have kids and we're older and we've also had the conversation, you know, what if we couldn't have kids? It wouldn't be the end of the world. You know, I feel like people in life say, as soon as I find someone to marry, I'll be happy. As soon as I find, <laughs> find a job, I'll be happy. As soon as I graduate college, I'll be happy. As soon as I'm retired, I'm happy. So I, I feel like the key is, is just to find happiness in any circumstance that you're in. And I don't, I don't know. I've always been pretty optimistic and positive. I don't stress about a lot just because if you try your best, you, that's one of the great things is, is you don't have to worry about stressing about the little things. You know, uh, a lot of things are out of our control. Success, I think sometimes can be right place, right time. Sometimes I know some people might say, Hey, I'm self-made because I did this and applied myself for sure. No question. But I think a lot of the times Mitt Romney, they interviewed him. He's obviously very wealthy. He just said 90% of the time, you know, successful, wealthy people are just lucky, you know? And I, I thought oh, that was pretty humble of him to say that because he's accomplished a lot. But I think for me is, you know, I look at my bucket list. I want to be debt free by the end of the year. So that's something I want to do just so I can be a little bit more liberated from my debt, school, loans, um, credit card debt, whatever it is. Other things is, is buy a home. You know, that's something we want to have. And, but not just like, oh, buy a home. We, you know, we want to have a home that's, it's that warm feeling when people come in, they want to stay. So me and my wife went on a walk last night. We talked about what kind of a backyard we would want, just something that's really inviting for people to come over and want to hang out and that they feel good when they're over. That's awesome. And it's so good that, you know, you have the outlook of no matter what happens, you can still choose to be happy. You don't have to have one specific accomplishment happen to where you're like, oh, now I'm complete now, or now I'm whole now. It's like, right. no, it's just going to be what's happening right now. I completed this goal. Now let's see what tomorrow has. What other things can I constantly do to to work and improve myself and, and help others around me? And I think that's amazing. And you yourself, as we record this, how old are you currently? I just turned 33 last month. You just turned 33. That's awesome. I'm on my way to 37 in a few days. So, hey. <laughs> so I'm we're still we're still in our prime and still good. That's right, man. So the one thing I wanted to ask you, honestly, when you look at your life and you look at just the trajectory that it's on and things that you're continuing to work towards completing, at the end of that point, when you have your legacy left, what is one thing that you would want specifically if there was just one thing that you would want your family, friends, community, all your loved ones to remember Nathan Hereford by? Yeah, good question. I think I heard this was through Ed Milet. He's a motivational uh, speaker, so to speak. He's he, He's got his own podcast as well, and he's been very successful monetary-wise, but also he has you know some goals, faith goals, service goals, how he can help people out. So one of the podcasts I listened to, he said, at the end of this life, I think there's going to be two people. One, that it'll show a person of the person that I am and, you know, that I became, and then a person that, you know, God, or if you don't believe in God after this life, the person that you were intended to be. And I want to compare those two people and hopefully those two people will match up. Hopefully I will be able to reach my potential that 
God intended me to be. Said, okay, I, you know, I sent you here to this place, and I want you to be the best person you can be. Try your hardest, serve, love others, um, provide for your family. So I, that's what I hope. I hope that people will know that I tried my very best. My mission president, who you know, President Lake, mm-hmm. he said, we can't always choose what happens to us. Bad things happen to us, whether we make mistakes and kind of cause that grief upon ourselves, or whether it's just bad luck. And, you know, maybe God's trying to teach us a lesson, but he says it's all about how we react. And I think it's kind of like this COVID right now, COVID-19. There's not a ton we can do other than do what they're saying, no more than 10, you know, people per group, you know, have social distance between each other. But I think just have a good attitude and react the best way we can. So I think control is a little bit of an illusion sometimes. And we sometimes try to fix it ourselves when in reality, we have zero control over it. We just have to um, react and and do our best. So yeah, I guess that was a long-winded question. I just hope people will see my legacy as Nate Hereford tried his best. He just tried his absolute best, gave it his all. Uh, You never had to question if he did everything he could. Dude, that's amazing. And no, that was a perfect, honest, long answer. I love it. (laughs) You don't have to apologize at all. No, thank you for sharing that. And you're right. I love that quote that you talked about with President Michael Lake. That's amazing. We can always choose, no matter what's going on, how we react to a situation. And Yes, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to have such good people like Michael Lake, like you, in my life that has helped me to kind of see the importance of doing your best and not comparing it to someone else's best, but just doing your own personal best and being willing to always keep trying to get better each and every day. So thank you. That's a personal gratitude and shout out I want to give to you for what you did for me. Oh, thanks, D-Train. You're way too nice and you give way too much credit. So I think uh, you're awesome, man. Likewise, my friend. Likewise. And yes, you definitely keep doing your best. I look forward to keep seeing what happens with you as, as time moves forward. And again, thank you again for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. We'll have to do a follow up here in a little bit. Love it. Thank you for listening to Morrow's Motivational Podcast. Please join us again next time. Wow, something is really different on a growler.